Hebrews 11, 6, without faith, it's impossible to please me. We're going to have to learn to live by faith and appropriate our faith. Okay? That's the same for, for grace and, and favor. You're going to have to start believing that and, and start uh, receiving that. Begin to thank God. Man, Father, God, I thank you. Your grace and favor is alive in my life. It's active. I'm going to stop real quick and before we go to Romans 10. One thing that's been rolling around me, and I, I love to look back on the month that we just passed out of the month of August because we had tremendous, tremendous amounts of salvations and rededications here. Had many blessings that came forward. But just in prayer for the last couple of days, ah, man, I've been getting this over and over and over. The Lord is just wanting us to move to an area where we believe God for miracles. I look in the Bible and I saw how God does miracles and God still does them. And so a miracle for every one of us in this room may be defined totally different. And so whatever, man, you would say this would be a miracle to me, begin to put your faith out there and say, thank you, Father God. That Father God, I'm looking to you to do a miracle for me in the month of September, right on in the month of October. And tonight before the service started, I was standing out there, and some of you may have seen this little boy come in. Audie, are you in here? Is Audie in here, Autumn Autumn? Well, Audie, she, she tends to this little boy. And he, he came to church a few weeks ago. And so I'm out here at this door tonight and people are coming in and she pulls up and this little boy gets, gets out of his car, or their car. Now you're going to see him tonight probably. And maybe you've already seen him, guys, he can't walk. He cannot walk. Actually, I'd like to bring him in here. And so when you see him, he'll be on his, his seat and he scoots because of a disease and I was hoping she could clarify what it was. But when I saw him, the Lord just rose up in me right there and said, that's what we need to believe for miracles for, right there. Right there. And so I said, I'm so glad to see you at church, buddy. And I, don't, I can't remember his name. I, maybe his name is Buddy. You know, one night there was a guy in the hallway and he came walking up and he said, hey, pastor. And I said, hey, buddy. And he said, man, I cannot believe you remember my name. <laughs> yeah. And so, his name may be Buddy, I don't know, but anyhow, when I saw him, I said, I'm so glad to see you at church. And he said, I couldn't wait to come to church. And he slides, I bet he's seven, eight years old. And so, you know what it did for me? It just re-encouraged me to say, we're going to believe God for miracles around here, guys. We're going to believe God, I'm going to tell you, we're going to loose the miracle power of God. And so, that may be you tonight, but get your faith out there now. That's another story. I just had to throw that in there. Okay, go to, with me to Romans 10. And we're talking about grace and favor. But I made the statement that, that the things of the kingdom of God work this way. Romans 10, verse 8. But what does it say? The word is near you. That's me and you. He's talking to us. The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Now, some of you right now might right off say, well, what's he talking about? The Word is near you in your mouth and your heart. What's the Word? The Word is the Bible. The spoken Word of God. The rhema. The B-I-B-L-E. And so we can say right here, the Bible must be near you in your mouth and in your heart. And in the last part of verse 8, he said, 
That is the word of faith which we preach. If you'll notice there, he didn't say this was just the word we preach. He said this is the word that must be mixed with faith that we preach. And so this is big as believers, guys, that we must get a hold of what he's talking about. And so you see right here that he said the word of God must be in your heart and in your mouth. So that's big, and that's what we got to learn tonight. I got to get the word in my mouth, and I get the word in my in my mouth. So when the word gets in your mouth, what do you do? You got to start speaking the word of God out of your mouth on a daily basis. Remember, Jesus said this in Matthew seventeen twenty. He said that you're to say to this mountain. And so that's part of you get the word of God in you and you start speaking to the mountains in your life and you may start out speaking to those mountains by faith. Some of you may have huge mountains of life in front of you right now. So what does the Bible tell me to do? Start speaking the word of God to those mountains. Start saying what God says. Now that's the first thing we got to get right here. Jesus said you got to speak to the mountains. So when I look at this, what he's saying right here, you've got to put this into practice, and it doesn't matter if it's for salvation, it doesn't matter if it's for healing, deliverance, as an overcomer, you got to begin to speak the Word of God. Okay? Verse 9. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and you believe in your heart that God has raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. So how do we get saved? With confession from my mouth, and believing in my heart that Jesus is the Son of God. He said, you'll be saved. So you see how salvation works? That's exactly the same way that grace and favor works. Did you have to earn salvation? No, it was a gift. But how did I have to receive salvation? From my heart I believed, and from my mouth I spoke. What about grace and favor? I begin to believe God for, I thank you, Father God, for grace. And then you know what I begin to speak? I begin to speak that out of my mouth. Remember, Psalm 512 says that he blesses the righteous and his favor surrounds them like a shield. So I just begin to say, oh, thank you today, Father God. Woo, your favor surrounding me like a shield today. Now, when I look at the word believe right here in verse 10, you know what the word believe means? It means to trust in. It means to have full confidence or assurance. So when I see the word believe, you know what that's telling me? Do I really trust the word of God? Do I really trust what God said he would do? And then when he gets in here and, and he talks about out of your mouth, confession must be made. He's, he's telling us here the importance and the power that comes from the words out of your mouth. It's appropriated by believing in your heart and speaking out of your mouth. Now the reason I want to emphasize that, the continuing work of God in your life is appropriated the same way. Day by day by day by day. Now, keep reading. Verse 10. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So the confession of my mouth confirms and seals what I have in my heart. I've got to get a hold of this. Once again, grace and favor, they follow this same way. 
My mouth declares what's in my heart. Remember, Matthew 12, 34 says, Out of the abundance of the heart, my mouth speaks. So I like to think of it this way. My mouth is just an overflow of what's in my heart. So I've got to begin to get the Word of God in there. I've got to begin to speak the Word of God. See, think of this, that the Word of God is like a gun. A gun is useless unless you have a bullet and then you pull the trigger. Well, the Word of God is like the gun. And the bullet is the words out of my mouth. And so once I stick that bullet in there, man, I've got to start speaking. I've got to start speaking the Word of God out of my mouth. Now, while you're right there in this chapter... Look at verse number 17. Matthew 10, verse 17. It says, So then faith comes by hearing. So then faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the Word of God. So you know what he just does? He says, you got to hear. But he clarifies what you got to hear. you got to hear the Word of God. And I like what it says, faith comes by hearing. And hearing, and hearing, and hearing, and hearing, and hearing. I mean, it becomes a lifestyle that that is the importance of hearing the Word of God. What's happening? I'm replenishing myself with faith. Every time I read the Scriptures, man, something happens. You ever study the, the life of Jesus, and you know what you'll always see take place? That He went into cities, He went into villages, and you know what it says? Teaching and preaching the gospel or the good news of the kingdom. And then you know what it usually refers to? And then he healed the sick. Now you know what Jesus knew himself? I gotta get the word in them. I gotta, when people start hearing the word of God, something starts happening on the inside. That's so true for every one of us. And so you gotta get the word. Begin to hear the Word. Now listen, when it talks about faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God, that didn't say who you got to hear. I, I like to do this in my own life, guys. When I'm reading my Bible, and it's probably uh, nerve-wracking to my wife at times, but I speak the Word of God out loud. I hear myself. I'll say it where I can. You know why? Because the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And so it doesn't matter who you hear, whether that's Creflo Dollar tomorrow morning, or whether it's me tonight, or whether that's yourself in the morning. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing, and hearing, and hearing, and hearing. Now, go to your right to 2 Corinthians 4. 2 Corinthians 4. So you begin to see some things right here, guys. My faith is a product of only the Word of God. Only the Word of God. What did he say? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word. So, so the Word of God is the only source of faith for me. And so if it's without, uh, without faith, it's impossible to please Him. Hey, come guys, we've got to get in there and get the Word of God in us. We've got to get there. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 13. And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written... According to what? What's written, which is the Bible. We have the same spirit of faith according to what is written. I believe, therefore I spoke. We also believe, therefore we speak. So the Apostle Paul right here is telling us, I unleash my faith by the words of my mouth. 
He said, we believe, therefore we speak. Now remember what he started out saying here in verse 13. Since we have the same spirit of faith according to what is written. So the things I begin to speak is based on what's written. So you know what I'm beginning to do? I line my mouth up with the word of God. Man, I keep speaking the word. I keep speaking the word. Jump a verse to verse 15. Look at this. For all things are for your sakes, and that grace, favor, that spiritual blessing, having spread or extends through the many, that it may cause thanksgiving to abound to the glory of God. And so he says right here, my grace is going to extend to you, and the one extends to them, they're going to have thanksgiving to the glory of God. Now when you give thanks or thanksgiving, how do you do that? Out of your mouth. Out of your mouth. So I tell you, one of the best things you can begin to do is, Oh, I thank you, Father God. I thank you. Your grace is sufficient for me today. I thank you, Father God. Your favor is upon me. See, you begin to release out of your mouth the expectations. But my expectations are based off of what? The Word of God. So once again, anytime you can find where it's written, you can always tell the devil it's finished. Is God's grace sufficient for you? Absolutely. How do you know that? The Word of God tells me. And so it's very uh, important that you begin to get scriptures that you can begin to speak over your life. And I told you a few weeks ago, one of my favorite uh, scriptures is, is Psalm 512. He blesses the righteous. That's me. That's you. And oh, his favor surrounds me like a shield. It surrounds me like a shield. Go back just a couple pages to your left to, to 2 Corinthians chapter 1. 2 Corinthians 1. I, I want you to see this right here. Verse 20. 2 Corinthians 1 verse 20. For all the promises of God, and I highlight all the promises. How do you know what the promises of God are? You got to get in the book. You got to find out what the promises are. So he said, for all the promises of God in him. Who's he talking about in him? Jesus. So all the promises in Jesus are yes and in him, amen, to the glory of God through us. Now to really understand this verse, listen to what the New International Version says. It says the promises of God are yes in Christ. And through Him, the Amen is spoken by us. The promises are through Christ, but the Amen is spoken through us. Now, you know what the word Amen means? It means so be it. It means so be it. So when you find the promises of God through Jesus, and you say an Amen, you're saying so be it. Let me give you an illustration. There in uh, 2 Peter, uh, 2 Peter... Oh, 1 Peter 2.21, it talks about the stripes of Jesus as heal me. So that's a promise in the scripture. It says, by the stripes of Jesus, I have been made well. So here's the deal. When I read that in my life, you know what I'm saying? Amen. In other words, by the stripes of Jesus, I've been made well. So I'm saying, so be it. So be it. I thank you, Father God, your favor surrounds me like a shield. That's in the Word of God. And so when I say amen, you know what I'm saying? So be it. So be it. I thank you, Father God, and I'm going to hook up with you. So very important, guys, that when he talks here right here, right here, he says, yes, and in him, amen to the glory of God. So you begin to see right here. 
I'm not talking about a formula. I'm not talking about four easy steps to victory. Faith isn't about doing steps or it's not receiving on demand. Faith is living it out day by day by day. And, and God set the kingdom up by a simplicity. You know what part of that simplicity is? Proverbs 18.21 says, Life and death are in the power of the tongue. I like to look at it this way. Life and death are in the power of my tongue. They're in the power of your tongue. So if life and death is in the power of my tongue, I'm planting seeds all day long with the things that I release out of my mouth. Which would be what? I'm professing to something. How many of you ever heard this statement? And I'm sure you have. Be careful or you're going to eat those words. You know what? There's a lot of truth to that. See, when you begin to say things, you're going to reap the results of the words that come out of your mouth. Blessing or cursing, life or death, defeat or victory, favor or no favor. Now, people that walk around day by day and say they can't, and ones that say they can, you know what? They're both right. You speak over yourself daily, I can't do that, I can't do that. You know what? You won't. And if you come into the area of favor and all day long you start speaking favor over, I thank you, the favor of God is upon, your grace is upon me. Or the flip side of that, you go and say, nothing ever good happens to me. If anything's bad's going to happen to anybody, it's going to happen to me. If I have any type of luck, all I have is bad luck. If anybody's car is going to break down this week, it's going to be mine. Duh. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. You know what you're doing? You're professing to something all day long. Over and over and over and over. And so you saw back there in Romans how we get saved. Romans 10, 8 through 10. That you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth. Well, once again, this is how it works over and over and over. Now let me ask you something right now. What are you speaking about your future? What you speak about tomorrow. See, that's why it's so important I get in the Word of God and find out what God says. And then I begin to speak it and I begin to breathe it and I begin to live it. Now I want you to go back into the Old Testament to Job. And that's right, right before Psalms. I want you to go to the book of Job chapter 22. Ooh, God will do exactly what His Word says. That's why it's so important that you begin to speak it. And in saying that, I'm going to tell you guys, I begin to speak the miracle power of God over you. I begin to highlight things in my life and I say, I thank you, Father God. I believe in you and try. I thank you, Lord. I thank you. Thank you. You know, the Lord said to me in early August, He said, you get your faith out there and you believe me for things. You believe me for things. You begin to believe me. Be, begin to believe things. I believe God this month for many, many salvations, guys. I said, Father God, I want to see people born again. I want to see people that are a mess. I mean a mess, 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 mess. Many of you probably don't know this, but two Sundays ago, one of the men who gave his heart to Jesus, he gets born again. He stands right here. After the service, he comes up and he says to me, he said, I need your help. I said, what's up? He lifts his arms to me like this. Both his arms right here got massive stitches across them. That dig a rocket scientist to figure out what that was from. And so I looked at him and I said, you know what, God's got plans for you. And death isn't one of them. 
We begin to pray over him and speak the blessings of God. And you know what the Lord said right then? He said, see, that's a result of people's prayer. When they begin to target their prayer and believe me. And so I thank God he was here that day. I thank God. And so I put my faith out there. Man, I begin to believe God. And I would get tickled at certain times when I would see how many people go. One service, just one alone, we had 13 people get saved. Man, I was so happy day. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. And so I begin to get my faith out there. But I got my faith out there for other things. And, and uh, I, I had a certified letter that came in today. <laughs> the last day of August. <laughs> and oh, happy day. It was one of those ones that when I opened that envelope, I mean, I was like, praise God. Thank you, Father God. And so the Lord just said to me, these are the things I'm wanting to do in people's lives right here. They just got to get their faith out there. Begin to speak it. Begin to speak. Speak your expectations. Some of you need to speak love and blessings over your marriage. Quit speaking all the time. All we do is fight like cats and dogs. My husband is the rudest man in the world. See, I mean, life and death are in the past. Start speaking. He's gentle. He's loving. He's romantic. And some of you would say, Pastor, that'd be the biggest lie in the world. Well, you look at Romans 4, 17. And God got Abraham to start calling those things that be not as though they are. And so, man, begin to speak the blessings of God. You know why they say most children fail? It's because the words that are spoken over them. What do you mean? You're stupid. You'll never amount to nothing. You're going to end up just like your daddy. And see, maybe some of you have had those things spoken over you. Change that and say, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Isaiah 55 says, no weapon formed against me is going to prosper. Woo, thank you, Father God. Thank you. You start changing the atmosphere of your house. How? By the word spoken in this. Well, my house is a house of sweet sleep. It's a house of peace. It's a house of you. It's a house of blessings. And some of you say, Pastor, you've never been in my house. Well, speak the word of God. Now get a hold of this here. This is, this is good. Job chapter 22, verse 28. You, and I highlight that, you will also declare a thing. You will also declare a thing. How do you declare something? You start speaking it. You start speaking it. So we can say it this way. You will also start speaking a thing. And it, whatever you declare, will be established for you. Woo, that's good guys right there. So light will shine on your ways. Now, in reading that, I want to read that to you in the Amplified. And it will bring it to a whole new light. It says, decree, and the thing you decree will be established, and the light of God's favor will shine upon your ways. Now that's what the Amplified says. You begin to decree it, and it will be established, and God's favor will shine upon it. So what was the beginning? Man, i got to start decreeing it. i got to start declaring it. i got to start speaking it on a daily basis. Thank you, Lord. Woo, you're shining on me today with your favor. Thank you, Father God. You're surrounding me like a favor. And it, it, it's extremely important that I confess the word over my life and I confess the, the, the word over my circumstances. Don't go by your feelings, guys. 
I can't go by my feelings. I can be truthful to you. There's some mornings I wake up, I don't feel like I'm saved. But thank God the Word of God tells me that. Your feelings are fickle. How many of you know that? You may be hot right now and cold five minutes from now. You may be hungry and ten minutes from now you may not be. You may be sleepy right and See, we're just fickle. We're up and down. But the Word of God never changes. And so the word confessing itself means to admit or profess. Now, I'm not teaching you guys how to manipulate God. We can't manipulate God. But Jeremiah 1.12 says God is watching over His Word to perform it. What is He watching over to perform? His Word. His, man, I'm telling you, God just looks up there and saying, who's getting a hold of it? He's watching over. When I begin to speak the Word, you know why? Because God never changes. Just as we sang tonight. And He's faithful. He's faithful. So you got to begin to get a hold of this. Get in agreement with God's Word. Find out what God's promises say. And then begin to speak them over your life. You know, uh, well, we go into to Mexico several times a year. And we were down there a little over a week ago. Well, a couple of weeks before that, I just begin to pray over that trip. And I pray, I thank you, Father God, for traveling mercies. I thank you, Father, the angels are encamped about us. No evil will befall us. But I always, always get over that. When you're going through the border, there, there's issues at times. And so, you know what, I begin to, we just begin to speak favor. I said, I thank you, Father God, we'll have favor with those soldiers. We'll have favor with all of them right there at the gate. And so when you pull up to the border, if you hadn't been down there a while, there's men with machine guns, they're pointing right at you and, you know, some people who've never been there, they look and think, dear God, what are we getting into? So this time we pull up, and there's a pickup, there's the church van, and then Matt Robinson's in his pickup, and he's got a trailer. Now most people don't pull trailers into Mexico. So man, we pull up, and I'm telling you, I begin to say, thank you, Father God, your favor surrounds us like a shield. Oh, Lord, I thank you for favor, favor, favor. The first vehicle, they wave right on through. And I'm next, and I get up there. And the electric window in the white church van didn't work. And I'm thinking, crap horrific. Now what am I going to do, Lord? And so I think, I'm going to open the door and have to talk to them. And he's going to think, why is he opening his door? So I pull up there, and you know what he does? He waves me right on through. Thank you, Father. I watch in the rearview mirror. He waves Matt through. We take off. We go past the Federales. They just wave us all through. And you know what it literally did? It blew my mind how much favor we had. It was exactly like these scriptures. He shined upon us. And we're just coming and going both ways. Now, why did that happen? We begin to speak it. We begin to believe it. We begin to act on it. And see, God's no respecter of person. He said there, once again, Psalm 5.12, I bless the righteous and my favor surrounds you like a shield. So guess what? If you are born again, you're the righteousness of God in Christ. You've qualified because of Jesus. So you have access to that. Just like grace. And so you've got to start believing God for that. Oh, thank you, Father God. And, and a few weeks ago, remember, we talked about the epistles. Every one of the books that Paul wrote. 
And in every one of those, from 1 Corinthians through Titus, I believe, every one of them, he starts talking about grace, and he ends that the grace and peace of God be multiplied to you. Now, you know what I like to say? I like to walk in the morning, and I like to say, I thank you, Father God, today. Your grace and your peace are being multiplied over me. Your grace and peace are being multiplied over the brethren of this church. Your grace and your peace is active today in every marriage of this church. I thank you, Father God, I thank you. What happens, Pastor, when you run into a speed bump called life? I keep speaking it. He didn't say to speak that when it's everything's wonderful. I make that a habit just daily. I don't care if my week has been great or it's been difficult. You just keep speaking them out. I thank you, Father God. Ooh, I thank you, Father God. I th- I'm telling you guys, wherever I go, I look for favor. I looked, you know, it's been a year or so ago, but I went to one of the Texas Tech football games, and man, crowds, it was backed up and everything, and, and I don't do real well with patience. Actually, I was going into the post office today, and I was in a hurry. And I opened the door, and I looked back, and there was a lady a little farther back, and you know what I thought? I'm going. She knows how to open the door on her own. And you know what the Lord's, uh-uh. Uh-uh. And so I stopped and I thought, crud. So I let her in and smiled and she walked in. So we get into the post office and she said, Sir, you go in front of me. You go in front of me for open that door to me. And I looked at her and I said, No, ma'am, I can't do that. I said, You go ahead and go. The, word, the Lord's still working on patience in me. <laughs> and I said, there, Okay. But anyhow, that day, man, I'm telling you, the traffic was everywhere. I start saying, thank you, Father God, for patience. Thank you for patience, Lord. Thank you for favor. Favor me, Lord. Favor me today. And out of the blue, this motorcycle cop pulls up. He looks right. He waves me right in. And I thought, hostile is on you, fellas. The favor of God is upon me. And so that's where we got to just get over and believe. How can you say, guys, every one of us are God's favorites. If you're a child of God because of the blood of Jesus, you're a favorite. And that's just like his, you can't earn grace, just like you can't earn salvation. You know, God didn't look at you and say, now listen, buddy, you got to go back and you got to quit cussing and doing those things for almost say, no. If we all had to get cleaned up before we got saved, there wouldn't be one of us in here that ever got saved. And so, you know what? I just receive it. That's exactly how we do everything in the Bible. Right there. Right there. Now, with saying that, get your faith out there on these miracles, guys. Get you, and, and some of you say, well, how'd that happen? Guys, I get in here and pray. I begin to seek God. And I say, Father God, give me some fresh enlightenment for the month. Give me something, man, we can dig our teeth in and all believe God. And so some of you, get your faith out there. Get you, say, oh, I thank you, Father God. Woo, your miracle power is working in me. Some of you said, I've never done that. Well, it's a good time to start. Stand on your feet with me. Stand up. Ooh, I love in Him. All the promises of God are yea and amen. Yea and so be it. So be it. That's over you too. Ooh, I get in agreement with that. Father God, we just pray right now in the name of Jesus. I pray you bless all these folk tonight. And I thank you, Father God, that we learn the Scriptures. That we learn to be people, Father. That are men and women of faith. That we just trust you, Lord. And I thank you for your word. And I thank you that the word of God you said, Lord, there in Psalm, it's forever settled in heaven. For it does not change. You don't change. And so I thank you, Lord, for your word tonight. I thank you that it just blows up on the inside of us. 
And we learn to trust you unlike any other time in our lives. And I pray blessings right now. I thank you, Father God, that we stand here tonight. And we thank you that you're a, a miracle God. And Lord, we just all come into agreement. Lord, you said that one will put a thousand to flee, two will put ten thousand. We thank you the month of September, right here in this house, will be a month of miracles. We thank you, Father God, that we ask, Lord, that you reign on our land. Rain on the whole state of Texas. Rain on these places where there's wildfires. And Lord, we all just get in agreement right now. We say, Father God, start cooling our temperatures in the name of Jesus. And everybody is in agreement with that. Say, so be it, Lord. So be it in Jesus' name. Man, I thought all you guys would jump in there on that real quick. That's what we got to do. And every day you start speaking to those clouds. I love to pray in my basement over here because I've got a big map of the world. And so I'll go and I'll put my hand on the Pacific Ocean and I'll tell that moisture from the Pacific. You're moving right up here. And then I take all that moisture from the Atlantic and I walk all the way and I bring it right up in the Gulf. And I say, in the name of Jesus, there's going to be a tropical depression that's going to come into Texas. It's not going to bring bad, bad weather. It's just going to bring abundance of moisture. And you're going to fill our lakes up. And then I tell Father God, in Jesus' name, I speak to the jet stream. I speak to the wind currents in Jesus. Some of you look and say, you do? Absolutely I do. That's you're crazy. Yeah, I am. I'm crazy with Jesus, you know. And so, Jesus spoke to the sea. He said, peace be still. He spoke to dead people. Lazarus has been dead four days. He stinketh. And you know what Jesus said? He said, Lazarus, rise and walk. You know what he was doing? Calling those things that be not as though they were. And so, we're made in the same image of him. So don't look at me like I've been smoking something tonight. It's crazy for Jesus. God bless you guys. I better quit before I get on. Have a kingdom week. Listen, guys, bring people to church. I'm telling you, we're going to see people saved. Bring your ruggedest neighbors and family members. God bless you. Have a kingdom week. Listen, if any of you need prayer for anything tonight, feel free to come down here. And I'm just going to say this. I, I believe God's wanting to heal folk. If you've got any symptoms in your body,